KPBS On Demand is supported by the University of San Diego, offering professional and continuing education courses in the areas of business, education, healthcare, and engineering. For enrollment opportunities, visit pce.sandiego.edu. You're listening to KPBS Midday Edition. I'm Maureen Cavanaugh. Honoring veterans is one of the few subjects that can unite the deep partisan divide in the U.S., but not all veterans are treated equally. Hundreds or perhaps thousands of non-citizens who served in the U.S. military have been deported, usually after being convicted of a crime after their time in the service. The Biden administration has promised to stop the practice, and some vets have been repatriated to the U.S., but... The new policy has been slow to bring home most of those deported, and activists are still at work to reverse what many feel is an insult to those who served our nation. Joining me is Rob Young. He's director and producer of the documentary Bring Them Home. And Rob, welcome to the program. Thank you so much for having me. Daniel Torres is here. He's a veteran of the U.S. Marine Corps who was deported and is now a U.S. citizen. He's featured in the documentary, Bring Them Home. Daniel, hello. Oh, thank you for having me. And also joining us is James Smith. He's founder of Black Deported Veterans of America, based right here in San Diego. And James, hello. Hello. Thank you for having us. KPBS On Demand is supported by the San Diego County Toyota Dealers whose commitment to customers extends to giving back to the community and who are proud to support the City of San Diego lifeguards with their important role of keeping our beaches safe. Toyota, let's go places. Now, let me start with you, Rob. Your background is in music and music videos. How did you come to produce a film about deported veterans? Uh, I was writing a song called Excuse My Accent uh, with a couple artists, Dre, uh, Ross, and Charlene. Um, And as I was writing the song, I came across the story of deported veterans while I was just researching conversations of immigration, xenophobia, and thinking about diversity. And while I was uh, running through Google, I came across the story of Hector Barajas, who is a deported veteran. And when I first saw those two words put together, I couldn't believe it. I I couldn't fathom that those two words could be true. Deported Um, veteran, right? You couldn't believe those two words could be true? It felt like two contradictory words and I couldn't understand how the idea of a veteran who would be willing to fight for this country could be disregarded by the country they're willing to sacrifice for. Uh, So I decided to reach out to Hector Brajas, who's the founder of the Deported Veterans Support House, and invite him to be a cameo in our music video, Excuse My Accent, Uh, and he did. And he came with Kevin Martinez, who is another uh, fellow deported veteran, and we got to really get to know them personally and hear their stories. And the more that we got to know, we just felt compelled to do something um, and anything that we could do from an artistic standpoint to contribute to the conversation uh, and be a solution. And that came in the form of a documentary. Let me ask you, Daniel, why were you and what causes other veterans to be deported? The first thing and most common thing that happens is uh, bureaucracy in our immigration system. A lot of people don't realize how broken our immigration system is. And also a lot of people don't realize how the rules that apply for immigrants are so different to the rules that apply to American citizens. So, Rob, you know, San Diegans have actually known for years that veterans were being deported. But you've shown this film throughout the country. What about the other areas of the country? What's the audience response there when you show the film Bring Them Home? People are just as shocked as I was when I first found out about it. 
we find that we get a lot of emotions, anger being a prime emotion. People are baffled by the idea that this is happening. I've found myself in positions where I've been educating individuals who are in the military and working in service, and they had no idea and still have no idea that this is going on currently and has been going on. James Smith, there are several advocacy groups for deported veterans. Yours is specifically for black veterans. What are the special challenges they face? Most black deported veterans, when they were deported, they are not uh, Mexican uh, nationals. Then they wind up going back to their particular countries, which are not right by the border. The attention when it generally is brought up about deported veterans is generally to those that are south of the border. They're in TJ or in Juarez. And that becomes the focus. When you uh, attend any of the um, hearings, you see the support of the Hispanic caucus and and their leaders, but you don't see uh, the black deported veteran. So those people that are not located in those groups that are right there by the border are often overlooked. Uh, that's how black deported veterans began. And what other countries are we talking about that uh, non-citizens from would come and actually end up being deported veterans who are black? We actually have uh, located veterans in Kenya, Uganda, Ghana, Ethiopia, uh, Dominican Republic, the Commonwealth of Dominica, which are two different places, St. Kicks, uh, Jamaica, Haiti, uh, Trinidad, Tobago, Belize, Honduras, Uruguay, Guyana, uh, UK. That's pretty much off the top of my head. That's amazing. Uh, I just want to remind everyone, I am speaking to Rob Young, Daniel Torres, and James Smith, and we are talking about the issue of deported veterans and about the documentary, Bring Them Home. KPBS On Demand is supported by MaraCal Design and Remodeling, helping homeowners with their home remodeling needs. From ADUs to custom kitchen remodels and room additions, MaraCal Design and Remodeling designs and builds your dream home. Learn more at TrustYourHomeToUs.com. So, Daniel, do we know how many veterans have been deported? There doesn't seem to be a clear figure. No, we don't know. Unfortunately, the government does not keep track of veteran status when people get deported. Uh, Our best estimates, it's in the thousands of veterans. We know of at least about 340 veterans that have contacted the organizations. But there is no database that tells us exactly how many veterans have been deported. Uh, Keep in mind, this has been happening since the 1990s and before, uh, and this is happening to every nationality and every background. And has it stopped now? Has the Biden administration put a stop to it? So the policies that the Biden administration has put in place in order to stop deporting veterans and to bring back deported veterans has helped. Uh, There has been some forward motion on, 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 on that front, and we're very thankful for that. Unfortunately, these are policies. They are not permanent law, and policies change every four years. So unless we have a permanent solution, we are going to be facing the same issue five, six, ten years down the line. Daniel, you know, deportation for someone who's lived in this country for years is a life-altering struggle. What was it like for you and your family and other veterans? It's heartbreaking. Um, It's crushing. You know, everything that you've worked for up to that point in your life gets thrown out the window. And 
the majority of deported veterans have not been to their countries of origin since they were children. Uh, and the majority of veterans, when they do get deported, they experience homelessness in cities that are some of the most dangerous cities in the world. We're talking about Juarez, we're talking about Honduras, we're talking about Tijuana, we're talking about Guatemala. Um, and it, it, it's just, it's tragic that the people that fought for this country, uh, the country's not fighting for them. James, what is the U.S. doing to try to locate some of the veterans who've been deported and bring them home? How's that been going? Well, a part of the MV program was uh, this thing that we, we know as a portal. It's on uh, the DHS.gov website. Uh, you were to go to DHS.gov uh, slash I-M-M-V-E-P-S, MVETS. When you go to that uh, URL, it'll take you to a website that will ask you a few questions, uh, basically uh, to identify whether or not you, are an actual, you actually are a veteran uh, and then uh, take the information like your A-file number or your social security number, uh, your DD-214, which is your discharge from the military. And then they, uh, as a part of MVETS, which is VA and ICE and um, USCIS, uh, they then reach out to the VA to see what benefits you have, what your status of your, your discharge, and, and make sure you're of good character as far as the VA is concerned. Uh, and then from that point, they decide whether or not they're going to offer you the opportunity to come back on what is called humanitarian parole. Now, in humanitarian parole, it's a they basically at the, the the most they were giving out was one year. And that was what they, they told us. And some people got six months. Some people got three months. It all depended upon what they said they needed to come back for. Some people just wanted to come back to get their benefits. They, they had already have lives that they've made where they live at, so they want to stay there. They just want to wind up getting the benefits that they earn. The, then there are those that want to uh, repatriate completely and get their naturalization uh, that they thought that they had, and so go through that process. Um, uh, in the process of doing both of those things, uh, that is how the government is working at uh, their situation of bringing them back. But um, the problem that we tend to see is that the government is not actually looking for them. They're, they're depending upon the different uh, uh, advocacy groups to identify these deported veterans and then have them come through the portal as a way to begin to um, document their, their existence. Rob, tell us some of the things you learned in making this documentary. You know, um, I got chills as you asked that question. Uh, when I first came into this, I came in completely blind. Um, not only blind from the experience of uh, deportation of immigrants, but blind to the veteran experience. So on this journey, um, not only have I became very close um, with veterans and deported veterans, um, I found myself in a place of being able to hold space to hear their stories. Um, getting a close-up look of what xenophobia looks like in this country. Um, and then also getting a close-up look of the challenges that veterans face, period. Um, and understanding their thought processes and how deep that sacrifice is. You know, as a citizen, I think that we don't take into regard 
um, what even saying thank you for your service means. I think it's a way that for us to kind of tip our hat and keep going. Um, but the reality of service in itself, um, the extent of that sacrifice is unimaginable, to be honest. And so I'm, I'm very grateful for this experience. It's been, uh, uh, I feel deeply connected um, to the freedom that I actually live uh, based on being able to hear these stories and draw deep connections uh, with individuals like James and with individuals like Daniel Torres. Um, I also uh, learned, uh, which I know as an African-American male, how United States is willing uh, to treat um, people who built this country. And veterans are someone who are still building out our freedom. Uh, it's a responsibility uh, to fight for them because they're fighting for us. I've been speaking with Rob Young, director and producer of the documentary Bring Them Home with Daniel Torres. He's a veteran of the U.S. Marine Corps, and he's featured in Bring Them Home. And also James Smith, founder of Black Deported Veterans of America, based here in San Diego. Gentlemen, thanks so much for speaking to us about this subject. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. KPBS On Demand is supported by UC San Diego, offering the online Master of Data Science program, a blend of computer science, statistics, and domain expertise. Learn more about University of California San Diego's online Master of Data Science program at omds.ucsd.edu.